Another edition of the Game Recognized Game Podcast with RLJ and Kev. I'm KEV, that's RLJ, and we are the gentlemen advancing the melanin evolution. Where evolution is revolution, and revolution is evolution. What's, What's up? up, man? What's up, my brother? What's the dilly, yo? You know it, man. Slow motion is still motion. Yo, fall is in full effect, man. Bro, listen. Summer was like, all right, y'all. Y'all good? <laughs> cool. Was out. Like a light. I like it, though, man. I mean, it's you know, the, the leaves changing and everything. It's, it's the natural course of things. You know what I'm saying? I, th- this is my favorite time of year. It was just that that moment we had a 96-degree day, and then oh, yeah, yeah. it was 50 the next day. I was like, okay. Uh <laughs> We get the old, and especially in the DC area, we get like that, that random shit at, at least once a season. Like, mm-hmm. uh, and it's like a 50 degree shift. Yeah, I'm like, oh, okay, we got <laughs> one more in us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let me get the rest of this energy out before I go to sleep for the. Yeah, this it. But you know, this is my favorite time of year. I, I love the fall, I love uh, hoodie season. Um, so I'm Football excited. Season. Football season, yo, man. Your, your squad ain't doing too good these days, man. Who's my squad? You a Cowboy fan, ain't you? I'm not. You ain't a Cowboy fan? You know, I have stopped supporting the NFL. Oh, okay, that's since, right. Well, you're not an NFL fan. Since but Kaepernick. At, at, at what point, at, at one point when you was when you was practicing in the religion <laughs> NFL, <laughs> and you changed churches. <laughs> <laughs> I saw your the light. Your ass was a cowboy it, fan. That's irrelevant now. So I don't. I don't know what's happening with any NFL team. I ain't gonna lie, man. I I I didn't get like readopted. I didn't readopt the NFL like that rah rah. But I I have I have like I ain't playing fantasy because I just don't feel like paying attention that much. <laughs> but you know I'm 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 kind of at least paying attention to like what's going on. I ain't sitting back watching no whole game or nothing like that. Like, I don't really care that much. I, I've been. Especially the Giants suck, so I just been. Uh, I, I they just sucked kinda, when I was watching, so I mean, that's fair. That's fair. But now, nah, I man, I was gonna, I was gonna throw a jab at you because uh, the 49ers say they them boys. <laughs> they probably are. I I saw the score. Someone posted it. I was like, Yo. oh, that's unfortunate. Yo, I feel bad. I feel bad for that man because like the, it's tough being a black man in America in general, <laughs> right? But to be like. A black man, and you the like starting quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys, and everybody is either praying that you don't fuck up, or praying that you do. And either way, somebody's prayers is getting answered. Somebody's prayer gonna get answered at at your bequest. Like yo, bruh, that's my that man. That's nigga. That's trauma. We be talking about trauma, man. To be that Prescott right now, Dakota Prescott. Is is traumatic. <laughs> I just I just don't know, man. It's like their season was hopeful, and their season probably won't be their season based on his play. That's a lot of pressure, man. I don't think I would want to. I don't know, man. Like it's hard enough being Kevin, yo. Like LeBron James, Dak Prescott, like the, like the, a lot of the, the the sports people or entertainers is always in the in the media. Like everybody got an opinion. 
or everybody kind of um, all the different podcasts and social media platforms they're using like your downfalls. <laughs> They're using your downfall to like spread awareness about their platform, yo. That joint is, that's tough, man. Because mm-hmm. I mean, like, imagine like if you got a Sunday night game, right? And it's a big game as this game that I'm talking shit to you about was. And a lot of people got a lot of money riding on it. Like their hopes and dreams is riding on it. And you don't perform up to par. It's just a game, man. But they calling yo. They call. They probably calling Dak every name. Oh, they're probably making life threats. Yo, that's what I'm saying. Like yo, this, yeah. yo, you gotta be as a black man, but then you gotta be as a quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And in the back of your mind, as a quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys, you kind of know you can be trash at some point in the season anyway. But y'all ain't gotta. Y'all ain't gotta. Y'all ain't gotta break me down. <laughs> yeah. I, y'all knew he was going to be trash at the beginning of the season. Don't, don't put that all on me. The same thing happened to, um, you know, I've been following Colorado football. And Prime is rebuilding the Buffaloes. They're the Buffaloes, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. See, yeah see you Buffs. Yep. See you Buffs. Yep. So, they won, they, they won one, one game last year, Ronald, by the way. They won one game. Yeah. Last year. They was 1-12. And, and so change doesn't happen overnight in terms of results that you're not when you won 11 the previous season hell no, no. <laughs> so you were prime is rebuilding the team but he's not just rebuilding the football team he's rebuilding the program to make better men and so we talked about it the amount of money that is now being tossed at the university. The the average cost of a football ticket was what, $20 last year? Right. And now they're in the triple digits? I'm not I'm not being blasphemous right now. Dion is legit turning water into wine in Colorado, bro. And he, and I'm just saying. Multiple streams. Yeah. So it wasn't just that, oh, we got a new football coach. <laughs> you, you you got people referring to him as the Messiah of Colorado. Like, bringing life to dead situations in Colorado. He doing God's work, man. But, yo, you, but why are you going to hate on him for doing, like, that's who he is. Like, Dion has always been this guy. He is. He's always been this man. He's always been excellent. He's always been dedicated, disciplined. He's always been confident. There's been a level of bravado with him since I was watching him when I was a kid, my son's age. Yo, it is who he is, and it works. Why, why, why can't Prime just be Prime? And and you and, and people be happy with the results of him being prime. I, but I think that I think that leads up to a bigger issue in terms of you have individuals who the only thing they're good at is being a critic. Mm. It's their full time job. To talk trash. That's it. And and not be held accountable for nothing. That's it. And I mean, everybody everybody knows them. You know individuals who can watch a football game or a basketball game from their couch. 
and feel as if they can coach better than the individuals who have played, trained, and are now coaching. Yeah. Or individuals who will go to a, a, a local game, high school game, in the stands, talking about the plays that they should have done or this is what you should have did. Like, And the individuals talking have never left their zip code. The only thing that they are good at is being a critic in life. Oh, this is what they should have did. This like you, people have a problem allowing other people to be. Mm-hmm. Whatever mm-hmm. comes after be, mm-hmm. it's like I have to disrupt or disturb anything that's happening over there because it doesn't fit with what I think it should be happening. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right? So yeah, so with yeah. Prime, I need Prime to do what I think he needs to do because I, what I think he needs to do is bigger than what he's doing. He needed to stay here, and this is what he needed to do. No. You can't control any of that. This is the conundrum, though, Brother Jay. Peep this. So when he first took the Colorado job, it was black people that was on him, on his head like he sold out. Yeah. Right? However, it was the HBCU that was the only college that really wanted to give him a shot. And he still brought the same, not to this magnitude, because when you got white people money, man, <laughs> when, you got, Hello? when you got Power Five money, bro, Hello? Man, I'm going to just say white people money because PWIs, predominantly white institutions, and, and that's the flagship. When you got white people money, yo, whatever Jackson State had was, they won't even a drop in the bucket. Hello? Let's, just, let's just say that, right? But even still, Dion, I think, might have made his contract might have made 500000 a year at Jackson State, and he gave up half of that? I don't think it was that much. I, 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 know, I don't think it was a million, but I think his, like, his, his coaching salary was like 500000 Total, total compensation with yeah, yeah, endorsements yeah, like, and everything. Like, okay. Like, yeah, 500000 I mean, and that, that, that's, but that's low ball in comparison to oh, like, what Cats is getting, right? Yeah. But even still, half of that, he, he kind of like gave it away. Then he was still getting endorsements. Like, the same level of attention – the same level of attention that he bring in to all the games in Colorado. The only difference between that and that Jackson state is that it's on a, a global scale. It's on mainstream media. It's on TV because guess what? The media don't talk about HBCUs, unfortunately. Right. So on one end, Dion couldn't be saying, Oh, well, Oh, well, why, why does he want to coach football? Why is he coaching at the HBCU? He, he, he was a player. He can't be a coach. Oh, well, I'm gonna go coach at the HBCU. I'm gonna win, and we're gonna bring the spirit back. We're gonna bring. It's gonna be tight. And you can't do that because no, you know, HBCUs never thriving. What makes you think you could do blah 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 blah? No, I'm gonna do it because I'm a winner. I win it. I win it life, right? I win it life. So you go to Jackson State. You do what you said you was gonna do. People's like, oh, he really is the shit. He turning water into wine down here too. Oh, but now he's leaving to go to a, a, a white school for a, a larger opportunity. Was, Not a better he opportunity. He was making 300000 
Three hundred. Okay. Oh, so yeah. So I yeah. So yeah. I, I lowball that. So three hundred thousand. So you go from making three hundred thousand, but they're paying you. But all of your total compensation, what you giving back to the school, is way more than that three hundred thousand. Oh, absolutely. Right. So how can he be a sellout going to Colorado? And you see the stuff that he's doing in Colorado. Like he 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 always needed a platform of this magnitude, man. He's Deion Sanders. Well, not to mention. It shouldn't surprise nobody. And I said, we have to be very careful when we are having this conversation because we are magnifying him leaving and we are negating what he left. Yeah. He left an empowered coaching staff. Yep. He left a transformed coaching, I mean, uh, athletic program. He left uh, improved facilities. Facilities, right? He left improved it, reputation and recognition for Jackson State. Endorsements. As well, they, their football games on ESPN now. He left all of that. So had it not been for him stopping by the Jackson State University, none of that would have happened. Facts. Right, and like we, <laughs> I hate to use this uh, comparison, but like individuals were mad because Jesus left. Yeah, that's true. And it's like, what would have happened had he not have left? And then you get stuck on, well, they're not letting Jesus be because Jesus, Jesus is Jesus. So let him be. Yeah. Like he's the Supreme being. It, right? it's, it's so many things like we, we, everybody wants it both ways and you, you can't, right? Like, we need but to. But it- fucked up thing, though, bro. While Dion specifically, so you get it from black people on that side, right? Mm-hmm. He a sellout. But then the fact that he coaching the way he want to coach, and he's having the success that he wants to have, and that he said he would have, he getting it from like the the white power establishment, and uh, amongst the coaching ranks, because they can't do what he doing. Can't. Right. And so it's like, oh well, yeah, you shouldn't wear your sunglasses or gold chains or. You shouldn't you shouldn't identify with your players or blah 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 blah. It's kind of like yo, he's turning water into wine. That's hating. But, but can... at the same time, Dion can't be in like the spaces that he should. Like he's the one of the greatest football players ever. He should be able to coach any fucking where on the face of the earth. But going back to your point, no one wanted to give him a shot. Yeah. Right, and then thinking of it was Oregon. Right, Oregon was the first game that they lost. No, oh yeah, oh oh yeah, did that. Oh boy, that was that yeah. was that was painful. Oh, you know it was happening. But once again, you know. But Oregon is a developed team. Yo, they they Oregon, a well-oiled they, machine. They put up thirty points a game in their sleep, and they've done so the last five years. So like, this ain't new to them, right? Yeah. And so, if nothing, it continued to give the CU Buffs exposure, right? And it's like. How can you, someone said, how can you still support that? And they lost like that. I said, the issue is not whether they win or lose. It's like, what changes is he bringing to Colorado? Like one and 11, I think was the, was the um, record last year, right? Yeah. They, they yeah. was tra- they, they were trash in every sense of the word for years. And so it's like, now there's more town and city hell state morale is up selling out seats at record number prices like there's change happening 
slowly but surely, things are being impacted just for him being there. So just let them be. Allowing them to be whatever. Yeah. Is what's happening now, right? When you allow individuals to be at their essence, who they are. To do what they were designed and created by the creator to do. Magic happens. Every single time. You know, Every man, single crazy, time. The crazy part about that, a prime example, <laughs> no pun intended. We talking about Deion Sanders, a prime example. <laughs> um, a prime example, man. I was watching uh, this documentary about Little Richard uh, on CNN uh, a couple weeks ago, but I, I actually just got a chance to watch the, the it's, watch it in its entirety over the weekend. But one of the crazy parts about the documentary that I didn't know is how um, tormented he was trying to be himself and present in like very, very different spaces. So on one side, you got like, he grew up in Macon, Georgia in the deep South in the thirties. So just being, just being black period during that time frame where he grew up, that's like one element of you trying to find your space as a black man. Right. Then in um, terms of his sexuality, he was a homosexual and was pr pretty much a trailblazer in like coming out as a gay man, but as a gay black man during the time that he did it. But this is the kicker. So you, you're trying to be from society standpoint, who are you supposed to be as a black man? Who are you supposed to be in terms of your sexuality? Who are you supposed to be in terms of um, your ability to entertain others? Are they are they entertained because of your flamboyance, or are they entertained because of like your talent? Like Little Richard is like the king of rock and roll for real, for real. Yeah, like everything that everything that happened in rock and roll in terms of the timeline, it started with Little Richard, yo. Like a gay black man, a gay black man legit is the father of, of rock and roll, and and probably the the grandfather of hip hop because if James Brown is kind of like the 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 messiah of hip hop just based on the ones and the, the on, on the one starting the record on the one that's yeah. all hip hop right yeah. James Brown got his style from Little Richard so you're trying to be but one of the pieces in the documentary he's like people he started to play into the flamboyance and the bravado and the wild clothes, the the bouffant hair, the pancake makeup, because he said, "Yo, I was gorgeous." Like, I mean, he he, he was talking like Muhammad Ali, man, and it's kind of crazy because like people like Muhammad Ali, Little Richard, uh, Deion Sanders, like, yo, they, it's it's like some God body stuff, man. Cause they speak, they they speak and manifest what they want to do, how great they are, how they can be, and people hate them for that shit, man. And so, like he, but he said in the in that era when he was coming up as an entertainer, he was because he was feminine and beautiful, he was less threatening, so he could go out and get the money in front of the white girls at the little sock hops and all those shows, and that's how he blew up because rock and roll is a teenage sound. Right. And you can't make no money performing in front of just a small audience of teenagers. 
but because he was little Richard and because he was gay, because he was flamboyant, because he could rock the the the, the jam on top of the jam and couldn't nobody fuck with him, he got access, but he still couldn't be even after going through making Georgia, after going through uh, trauma with his family around his sexuality, after going through trying to figure out uh, how to gain acceptance for the music that I'm providing and bring it to the table. Like he still never got his true credit for creating all of the stuff that he got. And that was part of the documentary as well. And I'm just thinking like, damn, man, at what point can a brother just be? I know, I know James Baldwin says, you know, to be a black man in America is to be in a constant state of rage. Like I get that part, but nigga, I don't want to be in rage, man. I want to just be, yo, I ain't gay, but shit, man. If, if I could get paid like little Richard and play music like little Richard, Nigga, let's let's get it popping. Let me let me be let me be that. If I if yo, I'm um I'm brash, I'm talented, I'm beautiful, and I can coach football at, at any school, and I'm making y'all money hand over fist. Let me be, because it's like when people try to put like you said uh, earlier, brother Jay. Like when people try to put their control over your state of being. One, they wasting time, but you're also kind of like stifling, like you just mentioned, when the magic happen. can happen. Absolutely. But, and, and to take it a step further, Kev, we even see this within our relationships. How some individuals have this picture of what a relationship is supposed to be or what they want their partner to be or how they want their partner to show up or how certain things are supposed to manifest within a relationship. And they try to orchestrate it. They try to control it. And I told a client once before, think back to the game where you had to take the shapes and put it in the corresponding holes. What happened when you tried to take the cylinder and put in the triangle hole? Doesn't work. Doesn't fit. Now, you can force it, but you're eventually going to break the toy. Or you're going to be frustrated in the process and trying to force it. Oh, yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah, 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 yeah. And, and you're yeah. going to be frustrated, right? Yeah, and and you're so going to be frustrated. Yeah. trying to force things that, like, once again, are outside of our control and our being, allowing things to naturally emerge and take its shape or take its form or do what it was designed to do will yield so much more of a beautiful flower than by what's in your head. And see, the issue is we are limited by our imagination. I was thinking of the illustration where um, there's a little kid and he's holding on to a teddy bear. And there's a figure that folks refer to as Jesus, even though we know what Jesus looks like. Uh, and he has a bigger bear behind his back and he's holding his hand towards the little kid's bear asking like, yo, let me get the bear. Mm -hmm. And the kid is holding on to it because in the kid's mind, this is the greatest thing ever. That's what happens when we try to control how others quote unquote be. Mm -hmm. We are putting a, a lid on their pot in terms of development or flourishing Individuals trying to put prime in a box 
How? How and why? Typically, yeah, people do somebody this. Somebody that's not designed to be in a box. <laughs> yeah, good luck keeping him in there, right? But, yeah. like, most times people are trying to put you in a container out of fear. If we don't put him in control now, we don't silence him, and we don't make him follow these rules now or create some rules to keep him in bounds, he's going to eventually outshine us. Right. And so I'm going to put you here and I'm kind of going in a, in a way, it's like I'm handicapped in this individual. Mm-hmm. When you think about. My science teacher told us, he said, if you take a baby shark and you put it in a fish tank, it'll grow no longer than three feet. Size of his environment, that part. Yeah. He said, but if you take that same baby shark and you put them in the ocean where there are no bounds the shark will grow to an enormous size. And I thought about that. He said, even when you think about it as a plant, when a plant outgrows its pot, you, you gotta, gotta repot, keep, repot it or mm-hmm. it dies. Yeah. Cause it can only go to the bounds of the pot. And so you got to ask yourself, why is it that as black men, we just can't be. I mean, I think part of it is it's, it's the control factor, man. I, and I, and, I, and it, you know, man, I'm going to get on my on my uh, CB4. Uh, it's, I'm black, y'all. I'm black, y'all. I'm black of the black. I'm black, y'all. I'm going to get on my my, uh, my African Bombada Kunta Kinte thing right now, man. So I could easily say that it's like society and the man's... Uh, kind of patriarchy throughout America that has kind of relegated the black man to be in this box. Mm-hmm. I ain't knocking it. I'm not saying that that's not true or accurate. It is true. And it is accurate. Right. And then when you find black men that may not be exceptional or extremely talented, but they develop a level of confidence and perseverance to kind of just keep showing up despite of. Because, like, that's that's in our nature, right? And you keep showing up regardless of what place in the box you show up. And you know it's a box. It's like, nah, man, if I, if I hit that joint again tomorrow, I'm going to break through the box. And so you keep showing up. You keep showing up. You keep showing up. And... Dion, I was watching a, a, a interview he did on one of the podcasts that's out there, man. I wish he was on our shit, <laughs> but um, speaking into an existence. Yeah, hey, we got to manifest it. We got to manifest. Way. He on the yeah, way. He on the way. But he was saying that as a kid, nobody supported him. Like nobody came to his basketball games, his football games. He was a black kid playing baseball in Florida. Nobody cared about baseball, and he said he made up in his mind that he cared enough about the stuff that he was doing to put his all in it, regardless of what anybody else said. So you put me in a box, but it's something in me. I'm just going to show up, keep, and I'm going to break through the box and then I'm going to create my own lane. So I think, yeah, it's society's kind of hierarchy to try to keep us in a box. But I guess my frustrating, the frustrating piece about me or for me is that we ain't prime. We ain't Muhammad Ali. We ain't Lil Richard. We ain't Jay-Z. 
you know, ain't LeBron James, you know what I'm saying? But it's it's black it's 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 black men is just trying to be stand up cats out here that legit we get put in boxes not only by society's hierarchy, but we get put in boxes by our own village of who we supposed to be, how we supposed to be, whether it's from our partner, if it's from our children, if it's from our parents, if it's from our siblings, it's like, oh, well, Kev's usually a chill, uh, a chill guy. Well, why are you mad? Why are you upset? You know, smile. Uh, you know, regardless of the bullshit you've been through, you know, it, it's not that bad. It's okay. It's okay. Like, yo, sometimes... A nigga want to be a nigga, man. Like I, I can't say it. No, I can't say it in an intelligent, eloquent way to like really get the get get my point across, brother Jay. But it's like, yo, I'm sick and tired of yo. If I want to be dope and exceptional, get out my way. If I want to be a nigga, get out my way. But I think if I the- want to yell, get out my way. If I don't want to say shit, get out my way. Let me handle my business. The bigger question is like why boxes everywhere. Huh? The bigger question is why do people feel that they have the power and the ability to dictate how someone shows up or how someone is right? Like I tell people all the time, control what's under your control. That's it. That's all you can do. I can't control how someone perceives my actions. I can express sympathy if if their perception does not match my intention. I can say that. I can feel remorse or sadness because, hey, something that I said maybe didn't land the way I, I intended it to, and I can see how it can get misconstrued. So I can I can express sympathy for that. I can't control it though. Yeah. I can't control. And you can't manipulate it. I can't. I can't. I'm going to spend so much effort and make an attempt to manipulate and control it that I'm no longer going to be able to be fully present and fully engaged in the experience in which I'm participating. So instead of me being able to enjoy the time I'm spending with my partner, I'm trying to control the environment and sometimes you just gotta let things go and let the chips fall as they may like however it happens it happens and then you keep it moving you keep rolling right something in the something in the atmosphere or the environment goes south all right do i stand there looking at how it went south do I acknowledge that it went south and then it's like, what do I need to do next time so it doesn't go south? But the longer I stand there where it fell, it's, it, the, the more delayed I am going to be for the places I'm called to be in, to do the things I've been called to do. You spilled milk. Okay. Old folks used to say, ain't no point in crying over spilled milk. Want to know why? It's done. The action is over with. And people, people create anxiety within themselves because they're trying to control Lottie, Dottie, and everybody. And that takes a toll on them. And then they feel as if they're responsible. Oh, well, you know, we shouldn't have let him leave. How was you going to stop him? Mm-hmm. How? 
Like, niggas just be talking, bro. Like, <laughs> this is why I'm quiet in most places that I go in because it's like, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. And then, and then your your response to reaction might provoke somebody to to question like your being. Yeah, because it's like, yo, that like, I, I'm feeling that way now, man. Because it's kind of like you walk into a space, whether it's at work or a family function, or you just hanging out, man. It's you know somebody will say or do something that's just like, to me, it's just off. <laughs> but because you know, Instagram or TikTok said it was cool, like that has been the uh, that has been the uh, adaption or adaptation of like the functions, right? So a lot of times I might be the odd guy out because it's like I ain't really on TikTok like that, and I don't really see the big deal about a lot of stuff. So I might say, oh well. Oh, that TikTok video that went viral, man, it's kind of whack. Well, why is it whack? Blah, 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 blah. It's like, yo, I think it's whack, but that's just because I want to be from my space. You don't have to think it's whack. You can love it. If you like it, I love it. Uh, so I, well, I, I don't, I don't say that anymore. Well, no, well, no, well, well <laughs> in terms of, in terms of, in terms of like one's ability to be. Yeah. Like if you like something, I want you to be. Yeah. So I love it. Oh, Handle your business. I love it for but you. But at the same time. Allow me, allow me to, allow me to disagree with you. Allow me to have my own perspective. People don't allow- want people to be individuals, Kev. Yeah, man. Like it yeah. has to be some type of conformity. I like want to go if here. All of us, if all of us, as black men, bro, if we was all like a certain height, complexion, facial hair, facial haircut, and everything, I guarantee we would have fewer problems than what we have because everybody know, like, oh, it's a it's, it's, it's a black the model man. A. Yeah, it's the, it's the, model, the a model A black a. man. Everybody and like every family got their standard model A issue black man and shit. You know what I'm saying? It's the seventy eight edition. It's the seventy eight edition. Like every, every job got they they got their little uh, EEOC model A black man requirements. And shit. Yeah, and but I'm, and I'm just thinking like if they could if people could really have us in boxes like that. I don't think we would have all these problems that we're having because it's like, oh, they're not threatening because we know they're all ro- they're all robots basically. Yeah, but it's it's going back to the conformity thing. I I don't want you to be an individual. I want you to say what I'm thinking. I want you to validate what I'm thinking. I want you to say what I'm thinking is right. That's the that's that's the way that it should go. That's the best solution. That's the best idea, and we need to go with it. I think of it was a group of us. We were trying to go on a trip. Two people wanted to go somewhere where the bulk of us have already either gone or was like, I'm not interested in going. And so then it was like, well, what about this spot? And so because we said no to the first spot, they said Mm -hmm. no to our spot. I said, well, okay, check this out. If we can't come to a consensus, we just can't go on a group trip. So what did I do? I picked the date, found the hotel, hit up my homegirl for a flight connect. I got a ticket. I was like, hey, I'm going here on this date to return on this date. Anybody that wants to go with me, let me know. So that created an argument within the group where we were supposed to be going on the group trip. And that, we couldn't come to a consensus. You made a decision. I said, let well, you it, be, brother Jay. Let <laughs> you be, man. I said, if nobody goes, I'm going by myself. Cause I'm, cause I'm, cause I'm going, I'm going to be where I'm going to be. Well, maybe that's not a good day for me to travel. Stay home. 
once I got to the space of, well, you know, I pledged solo. So me being an individual and, and it doesn't really, if, if I'm in a group setting and we supposed to move as a group, and soon as everybody starts arguing and bickering, Jones just disappears. Mm-hmm. I don't have time for all that. You want to know why? Because I don't have to. I don't have to spend my time in angst waiting and then end up not doing anything because can't nobody get along and disagree. Well, why don't you, why don't you be the voice of reason? I don't have to be. I can just remove myself from that space and go to another space where we ain't got all these problems. Someone, so the expectation is for you to be the voice of reason. Yeah, you. There's always an expectation. Why you gotta have a voice of reason? They're, they're all, I, brother Jay. Sometimes I just want to see you be a nigga too, man. It'd it, it be fun to me. You know what I'm saying? Like that shit be fun to me. I I ain't gonna lie, man. Like a lot of lot of lot of my good friends, man, and good people that I'm real cool with, man. That they, they just like always got a cool demeanor. You know what I'm saying? But I ain't gonna lie, man. I get a rush when I see the motherfuckers pop off sometimes because I know, like, yo. You the legit gone too far for this nigga to pop. <laughs> but goddamn, man, it, it feel good to know he still got it. You know? I'm one of those individuals where, like, yo, once once you get me there, and then we finna stay here all night. You finna pay rent. We ordering another round. Like, you got me here now. Okay, all right, bro. I just need like I because me, it's like all right, man. It's kind of validation for me that you functioning as like a model A black man. You know what I'm saying? Like a standard issue model A black man. It's like, yo. Oh, there he goes. <laughs> he might, he, he might, he might be chill ninety six percent of the time. Yeah, but this is gonna happen. But it's gonna happen with all of them, not just the one. <laughs> yeah, like and we all spazzing out at the same time. At the same time, this is what you asked for, right? Usher said you got my attention. Now, what you gonna do with it, right? You done called me to this space. Now, uh, uh-uh, uh, no, you don't get to leave, right? And so, there's always this expectation for for you to fill some type of role. That's why sometimes I show up late. Because mm-hmm. I'm aware. I show mm-hmm. up late on purpose. So I don't have a role to fill. Yep. If I'm there too early and somebody's not there, hey, do you think you can? No. I, no. So I, I intentionally show, I will even let the host know, whatever it is, hey, running behind, I'll, I'll be there shortly. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I just like to sit in the back. And chill. And just observe. I went to an event, and then someone was like, oh, you're not on the program? You're not speaking? You're not singing? No. Why not? Because I'm not. That was my response. Because I'm not. I, that's all I got. I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I'm here just like you. I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here, and I'm chilling. That's it. I, I, I don't know what else people want from me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I just sometimes I just want to show up and a lot of times that's why I decline a lot of invitations because I can't I'm not allowed to just just show up and chill to just show up and chill yo bro imagine imagine if like you know we we kind of talking about all these different all these different uh famous individuals in the, in the state of being right and before we hit record we we were talking about uh like Michael Jackson like Michael Jackson kind of asked, well, he didn't really asked for like the the fuckery that, that went on in his life, but he kind of like he went he he was a star, mm-hmm. he was a successful star, and he dedicated himself to it and was committed to it and happened to have like one of the greatest selling albums of all time, but that was like he kind of chose that, 
because you because you, you you came out with thriller and you decided to go back for bad. So you kind of chose like you kind of chose that, right? Michael Jordan, you dedicated yourself to basketball. You're the standard of excellence in all things basketball. I'm telling you, man, the damn Jumpman emblem. People gonna think we were idolized, like we were we were worshiping an idol, like it was Buddha. Yeah, like it was Buddha or something. Like three thousand, three thousand years from now, they're gonna see a Michael Jordan Jumpman sign, and they was like, niggas was idolizing this god. <laughs> Michael Jordan can't go nowhere, but you kind of you like in becoming the greatest basketball player of all time, you became Michael Jordan. You kind of chose that part. But that's the tough part too, Kev, because it's like, yes, and I did choose this part. Yeah, and I'm also still a person. Yeah, I I have human emotions just like you. I'm so going... we can't be because people don't perceive black men as being human. Damn, right? Like you, you is that what you're saying? Yes. Like you, you can't. I remember someone, someone was like um, talking to a local athlete. You got to you got to start making better decisions because you a role model. He said, I didn't sign up for that. I didn't I didn't say uh I didn't set out to to be a role model. I'm a basketball player. Well, you got little kids looking up to you. He was like, I can't control what they do. I'm playing basketball. All these other responsibilities that everybody is giving me or placing upon me, like, that's for them to fish out. And, and, and figure that shit out. He was like, I'm playing ball. That's it. When I graduate high school, I'm going to college. I don't intend on playing ball. Oh, well, you can't give up now. You got to do this. You got to do this. No, I, last time I checked, I've not taken into consideration, nor did I ask for your input on what I should do with my future. But for the next two years, I'm going to ride this thing out in high school, do my thing, and then I'm going to put the ball down and I'm going to go to college. And I'm going to med school. But like, you want to do something else. But you got to you gotta come back. You got to make sure you speak to the kids. You know, they looking up to you. You a role model. And like, you take care. You become the role model. That's some tough-ass pressure, dog. Especially for a kid. Think about it from this standpoint. Like, we talked we talked about Lil Richard and all of the different, the, the different kind of uh, beings that he encompassed, right? Let's just say being black and gay and a man during that time was like acceptable, right? Wearing the makeup, wearing the wearing the mustache, the thin mustache, the bouffant hair, the the wild outlandish outfits, playing the devil's music, right? <laughs> Imagine if there was peer pressure during that time to say, nah, uh, nah, Richard, um, you know, don't, don't wear, you know, keep wearing the makeup. Um, we like it, but, but Richard was saying, I, I don't, I don't really like this look anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like I want to wear baggy jeans, Tim's and <laughs> want to start DJing or some shit like that. Right. And somebody was like, nah, we, 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 you pretty, you pretty. Like you said, we, we want you to keep doing that. Blah, blah. We want you to keep, keep your same look, your same act It's working. It's working. But he like, nah, I kind of want to do something else. 
and people like um talk him out of actually like keeping up the keeping up the act and he actually said and he actually went away from it and made his own decision to be himself you wouldn't have fast forward 40 years yo you wouldn't have a prince you wouldn't have a michael jackson you wouldn't have a james brown you wouldn't have a tyler the creator you wouldn't have uh what's my man the, the weekend you wouldn't have like all of these artists over the span of like 60 years if he said nah man i kind of i don't really want to wear the makeup <laughs> i don't really want to have a little thin mustache you know what i'm saying i want to just kind of do my thing and somebody would have talked him out of you know somebody would have somebody would have talked him into doing something and keeping up the facade that everybody ended up adopting right if it if it was accepted that's like he came from a place where he was being himself and it was accepted but in his own mind he was not accepting of who he was and if he changed that and said nah man you know i want to be a straight male and wear a suit every day and an afro instead of a perm like yo we would have lost out on the magic if he didn't get over his own level of consciousness and try to be who he was supposed to be and that shit right there brother jay is sad to me because i think that's the um that's the nature of being a black man is like we have to we have to compromise or sacrifice or compartmentalize or give up on dreams, aspirations, hope so that we can be placed in a box and then we feel comfortable that we actually fit in a box that we weren't supposed to be in in the first place. Like, yo, that's taking away like the that connection between us and the source, the 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 constant state of regulating not being who you really want to be and doing so to the best of your God-given ability. You that touches, I didn't mean to get deep on no, you, but no, but that's, damn, but, that, but that's real, right? That touches on something that um I was talking to a friend the other day, um, and his wife joins the conversation. We don't change what we're talking about. We're still still in heavy dialogue. So she starts to insert herself into the conversation. We don't ignore her. We acknowledge what she says. But it's evident that something was said that triggered her. So early on in the relationship, they talked about having children. And at first, it was, his stance was, I don't want to be a parent. I just don't. I don't have the desire to do that. And at first, when they first got together, her response was, yeah, let's just travel the world and, you know, do things, you know, worry-free, just, just, you know, we just have to be our only responsibilities and, you know, work when we need to travel, do whatever we need to do. 
couple years later, she changes her mind. But there's the expectation that because I changed my mind, now you need to change yours. Because we're in a relationship together. And I, I changed my mind about wanting to be a parent. So now you have to change yours because we're one. And it's still no. I don't want it. So then they get married. Two or three years into the marriage, they start the conversation comes up again and he was like, I'm not sure what's confusing about my stance, but I'm like, I don't want to be a parent. Godparent, sure. Somebody asked me to be a godparent to their child, yes. But to have a human that I have to be responsible for 24-7 until I die? No. I don't, I, I don't have the desire. And so he talked about all the things. And once again, that wasn't the first time he said it. But she goes, well, I changed my mind. So then he says, well, I think now the conversation needs to shift on, like, are we going to stay married or get a divorce? And she blows up, like, why would you even say this? He was like, well, it's, it, I'm telling you, I don't have a desire to be a father. Like, I don't, I don't want that responsibility. I just, I, I don't have the desire to do it. You're telling me you have the desire to be a mother. If I can't share the space with you while your desire is met, then I would want you to find someone who has the same desire as you and you two can be together. But for her, she's like, well, why would you, why would you leave me and blah, blah, blah. He was like, you're not, you're, 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 you're not, you're not looking at the bigger picture here. I'm not going to change my mind. Like I, I am committed to my stance. Like there's nothing you can do to sway my decision. I don't want it. You on the other hand, you want it. You're telling me that you've always wanted it, even though earlier on in the relationship, you didn't. So for me to conform just because now I am married to you, what would that look like if I change, if I just go along to get along and the child's here and I don't want anything to do with it? Like, who's going to suffer the most? I bet you that question was never broached. Like, the child's going to suffer because you're going to get stressed out because I told you I didn't want this then I'm going to have internal struggle because I gave in to something that I didn't want. And now I see like the consequences beyond myself. So now there's going to be guilt. Now there's going to be shame, disappointment, resentment, all these things. And I'm still not going to do what you're expecting me to do. Cause I didn't want to do it in the first place. So they've had multiple conversations. His stance hasn't changed. She still thinks that he can, she can change his mind. But now you but got, yo, bro, that is so, that is so ass backwards, but, uh, but so yeah, mental to like the sick, like the success of the relationship. That's kind of like, like, like no pun intended, like throwing the baby out with the bath water. It's, it's a great, like, analogy. it's like, it's a great analogy. Huh? That was a great analogy. You, you know what I'm saying? Cause <laughs> it's, it's kind of like, cause it's kind of like, yo, you want a baby so bad that you, you pretty much negating and, uh, 
not valuing anything that the brother is saying and he been he been keeping it solid the whole time so he's being his true self but that ain't what you want and instead of saying you know what well maybe we do need to separate maybe we need to go our separate ways i got to change i got to change my whole philosophy outlook thoughts hopes dreams around a child because you said i need to yeah and it's like so you go your way, I go my way. <laughs> you find someone that has the same desires and 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 dreams and goals and aspirations as you, and make it work. Godspeed and God bless. But it was like, no, I want to do it with you. He's like, mm-hmm. but I I'm 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 telling you, I have no interest in doing this. Like it's, so I don't see him being. I don't I don't see him being married much longer. But it's that point of. Allowing someone to be because it's convenient in hopes of mm. manipulating them to be what you want them to be. Mm. That's heavy. I'm going to, I'm yeah, I'm allowing them to be here and then, you know, I'm going to give them the space and then we'll, we'll come back to this. So we, we will revisit this. I remember I was in a relationship. I gave my decision on something. And instead of her saying, okay. We'll we'll revisit this later on. As if I didn't just give you the answer. So for a couple of days, I just sat with it. I'm just like, nah, Yo, why we why we don't get the why don't why we don't get the like I said what I said. You know how chicks they get mad sometimes. Yeah. Man. I said what I said, and the net rolling and all that stuff. Like yo, man, if we say if we say I said what I said, it's it. Yo, we sound like James Evans from Good Times, man. <laughs> or Joe Jackson. Or Joe Jackson. <laughs> so I sat with that thing for a couple of days. So then the next time she comes to the house, I'm like, so let's have a conversation. She's like, oh, Lord, anytime you say this, it's about to be heavy. No, it's, it, it's yeah. Like the song say, I'm about to freak dig, uh, dig freak nasty without a shovel. Like this, like. So when we had this conversation and I gave you my decision, the way you just shrugged it off as if you didn't respect my decision and said we were going to revisit it later. And I'm I'm telling you that this is my final answer. Like, I'm not going to change my mind around this. Well, I don't know why you're not being open-minded about it. I, I said, okay. So let's just do this. Let's Let's agree to disagree. And let's appreciate what we had. Are you breaking up with me? I'm ending the relationship, yes. That's what I said, yes. Really, over something like that, I was like, no, that's, this is a pretty big decision. This is this is pretty big. This is pretty big because this is, this is like one of the cornerstones for the relationship. Like It's the open-minded for me, though, bro. It's the open-minded because... Like, imagine if Dion was open-minded about all the shit that people think he should be or want. want and it to wasn't do. even that it wasn't I wasn't being open-minded. It was that you didn't respect my decision. Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure had I said, well, why don't you be open-minded when she had a firm decision? It but open-minded just means like I consider your point of view. I understand your your perspective. We not, don't not even not even understand. I I am accepting that this is your point of view. Yeah, yeah, yes. Like it's your thing. This is I hear you. Thank you for sharing it. I'm not negating anything that you said. 
and it still doesn't merge with what I'm thinking. Like it, it is. And my actions, my actions on this decision won't affect you in any negative manner. Therefore, I'm being open. <laughs> yeah. You just didn't like my answer, and you thought that because you got your way in your house that you're going to get your way in mine. Like, no, I'm not going to yield man. to this. That, because- sound like, that sounded like James Evans talking to Florida right there, bro. I'm just, I'm, I'm just going to throw it out there. I, 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 I don't disagree, but I'm just <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm playing it back in my head, and I'm just like, yeah, I, I, I get why I, I sound like angry black man. But why do but why do we gotta be angry black man if we don't agree though? Right? That's the thing. When we're not meek and mild, we're going against the grain. That part. Right? A threat. We're a danger. Because I'm not mm. I'm not conforming. Now I'm a now I'm an issue. Hip hop, Muhammad Ali, Little Richard, James Brown. James Evans. Malcolm X. James Evans. <laughs> like, be, but but seriously, like to put your flag in the sand, I said what I said. I'm not an angry black man. If anything, I'm a thoughtful black man because I considered what you said. I gave you my response. I respect your position. I want you to respect mine. Damn, bro. Like, I don't know, man. It's this. It shouldn't. It shouldn't. We we shouldn't be having this deep of a conversation around Deion Sanders and Little Richard. <laughs> but I, and how it impacts our ability to to maneuver in this world, man. <laughs> and and it's things like this that reveal like there's things underneath the surface for anything that we talk about above the surface. So true. So true, man. So I mean, like. Did you ever have any regrets breaking up with Shorty? Did you ever did did have any regrets? Okay, that's good. I did no, not. Okay. Right, good. and I think that was the turning point in my um, in my adulthood, where I realized that sometimes you're gonna have to stand on it. If this is what it is that you want, vocalize it, verbalize it, however you see fit, and then stand on it because. What I what I fast forwarded it to in my head was if I changed my mind, I then would have resentment towards her and it would be my fault. I see what you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And so instead of me saying, you know what, this is my fault, now I'm resenting her. Now I'm resenting the relationship and how I show up in all areas of my life will be heavily influenced because I yielded instead of saying no. And, and you're, you're, you're keeping yourself from being. And so I was in your own head. Yeah. I said, no, thank you. Right. My, my peace was so much more worth it than the relationship. Man. So being a, being a black man in America means you, you, you can't yield at all, ever. I wouldn't say I wouldn't say ever, because there may come a time where you have to ask yourself, "Is this is this ego talking, right?" Or is yeah, it, like, or is this yeah, like heart it, it, talking? Is is the juice worth the squeeze? Yeah, like, is, like, this, is this is this about me, or is it about 
us. Yeah, it's like just, the, like the uh, us as 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 being black men, you know. As yeah, it, it's just about it's me. bigger than me, right? So like, because yeah, it's bigger than me. Yeah, am I not yielding because my my ego is ruined, my feelings are hurt, and now I want to be patty and do a tit for tat, so I'm not going to yield. No, but like, is this at my core something that I've expressed? This is a an unwavering value that I have. Then I'm not I'm not yielding. Then then no. But typically, when you give in, you get whatever's inside. <laughs> so like, yo, what you you can't get mad that it starts to rain when you willfully walked into the storm. So it ain't just the man or the village or relationships that uh get in the way of us being as black men. Sometimes it's, it's our pride and ego too, bro. Sometimes the biggest enemy is our inner me. Mm. And I just want to be, bro. Trying to figure it out, man. But I I, I mean, we, we started out talking about them bum cowboys and we got deeper than what I thought we was going to do. So, uh, yeah, thanks for that, brother Jay. Thanks for just not letting me be. <laughs> You making me think, bro. I, I like I I, 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 wanted to talk some shit about the Cowboys, man. Rub that in your face, man. And you took that away because, because you, because you, you got on your, you got on your Marcus Garvey shit. Uh, we, we will not watch the NFL. <laughs> and won't. Yo, man. So then we end up with, but, but seriously though, brother Jay, I just want to be, man. And I feel like you and I have these conversations. It's easier said than done because I just think like I guess we have to we have to be mindful of how we want to be and to your point like stand on it and protect it I guess and protecting it is what my challenge is right now because like I'm at the point now it's like hey man I'm I'm dropping bombs to to protect what I got mm. but I don't want to drop the bomb too close to me. Fuckos, <laughs> I'm trying to be brother Jay. Maybe not drop bombs. Just do a grenade that you yeah, can yeah, 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 yeah. Something like that. Yeah, or you yeah. can drop it and walk away, so you're not within. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair, man. But on that note, bro. Damn. The village you just witnessed another edition of the Game Recognized Game Podcast with RLJ and Kev. I'm KEV, that's RLJ, and we are the gentlemen advancing the melanin evolution. For evolution is revolution. Until next time, we want you to be and be like. Be like.